Lamb <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Land Grant Brewing presents Beers with the Brewers. Uh, Adam, one of the co-founders here, uh, this week on the podcast, we have a, uh, we got a full house. We got Mr. Walt Keys. How's it going? We have Eric Hafner. Hello, everybody. And head brewer Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. And special guests returning, has it been two-year hiatus? I'm trying to trying to think when uh, you mm-hmm. would have been on the podcast last time, but uh, Mr. Uh, Club Trill himself, Mark Titus, we're excited to have you on the podcast again. I, I'm excited to be here. It's, it, it's, it's got to be longer than two years. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's been about... No, it's got to be three years. 20, 2019. <laughs> Who knows? Right? The, the, the last two years are the same. We'll, we'll put it this way. I have... Uh, since the last time I came on the show, I've moved to California and gone full Hollywood, so this will be fun. This will be interesting. To, uh, we, we can go back and listen to the old show when we talked about Club Trillionaire Braille and uh, the, the, the new iteration and see how much I've, I've changed my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, ro- we'll roll back the tape. So, well, well awesome. I know um, we, you know, this is this is exciting for us to to, to bring bring this back uh, with our, our friends at Homage, bringing the the T-shirt back, and know that uh, you wanted to be here in Columbus, but we're doing this remote because that that's just what's happening these days uh, in uh, in COVID land as as we're all living in. Yeah. Yeah, I I, re- I really do want to be there. Uh, I I have I have sworn that uh, COVID was over. I think like seven different times where I was like, yeah, I'm definitely in. I, I I foresee no problems with this event. Like I will definitely be in. And then uh, COVID has other ideas, so I got to stop doing that. But um, no, uh, it it I, I'm very excited about this. That the you guys like it's one of the, the easiest emails I, I I I've ever written in my life. When I, Walt reached out and was like, do you want to bring the beer back? And I was like, duh, yes. Why, what world would I say no? So uh, I'm excited to have it back. I wish I could be there, but uh, I, I, I got the beer sent to me, so that's a small one if nothing else. So I'll be able to uh, enjoy it. Yeah, we we probably marked it as uh, uh, samples. Uh, that were they were samples for testing. That's that's how we, we legally yes. ship it through the uh, mail. So Fold them again. But, yeah, we, 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 we got them there, but... If, if you're out there wondering how this uh, this this beer here tastes, uh, we say it's uh, classic tasting, uh, mm-hmm. toasty, citrus, and pine. It it does it it, it throws it's a throwback to some of those uh, classic little slightly hoppier, hoppy amber ales, and uh, it, it's delicious. I know once we get to our uh, crushability question, I'm I'm already halfway done with the first can, and we just started the we oh. just started the episode. We so. might need to go grab another six pack then. Yeah, yeah, we may have to. Well, well, without further ado, let Dan. Why don't you tell us about this year's iteration? And we'll jump into what's going on with old Mark in California. Oh, sure thing. Six uh, percent ABV, about forty-two IBUs. Um, classic C hops all the way through. Uh, CTZ for bittering. I think we did like a three-two-one Cascade Centennial Chinook thing. Um, 
all the malts uh, are, are silo malt, some uh, gold pills, give you that sort of fresh baked type of uh, flavor. Uh, some uh, Bonlander Munich, which is more of a dark bread crust. Um, uh, what do I have in there? Some caramel. I think it was C60. It was kind of like middle of the road um, caramel right before you get to those slightly burnt notes. Melanoidin malt, which is um, very uh, rich, bready. And uh, chocolate rye, which uh, is kind of the only weird ball in here, but I like it. Uh, you get kind of a, a dark chocolate flavor out of it. But in, um, in the amounts that we use it, it was mostly to, to kind of boost that red color a little bit. So it's always fun when we brew one of these that um, people look at the, the grant in the sight glass on the brew house. And like, oh, what are you brewing today? Because, you know, usually everything is pretty much the same color of pale gold. So um, it's nice when you have something that's, oh, there's color in it. That's nice. Yeah, pale gold or really dark, yeah. almost black. Yeah, yeah, there's really nothing in between. Yeah, well, uh, I'm really digging this, this, this year's version. And it's a, we were just talking about before this, having this back on tap at the brewery. I think there's going to be a lot of people real excited just um, for the amber ale style. It's something that we don't really do that much, but it's, uh, I think, I think, these classic styles are getting more in vogue. We've, we've, we've thrown that around, and to be able to bring this back uh, this year, uh, I'm excited to have it. Oh, for sure. It's going to be a great beer for uh, the, the meat of the, the basketball schedule. I, I can't remember. Did this uh, uh, did we change the recipe at all? This is the same. We're running it back. Yeah, um, as is my policy after our brewer, Justin, left, I am trying to erase everything that he has done here. <laughs> so, um, no, actually – uh, I, I liked his recipe last time, but um, I was thinking back to uh, my actually the first recipe that I got to brew uh, commercially that was my own, uh, and it was uh, an Imperial Red uh, back on my old uh, stomping grounds up in Buffalo. And this is kind of a scaled down version of that because I really love that beer. And you know, um, I don't think you can probably uh, sell people on an Imperial Red anymore, but uh, Amber seems to be the sweet spot in terms of uh, old school credibility. So uh, I just uh, pulled everything back a little bit and um, no dry hops on this uh, and uh, obviously quite a bit less uh, malt backbone, but uh, the flavor profile is pretty much the same. I can't stop holding it up to the light. It's just so beautiful to look at. It is pretty. Yeah, great looking beer, great great looking can, and I think that's going to lead into uh, the question on every listener's uh, uh, mind out there: is uh, how crushable is this? It's how crushable it is. Yeah, and, hey. if, and Mark, if you need a if you need a refresher on this highly scientific scale that we have, if 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 you had a six pack and the least crushable beer being one and the most crushable being all six it's a and you're crushing responsibly crushing responsibly of course right you got an uber or lyft lined up you're or you're you're just hanging out at home quarantining so you don't uh have to worry about driving anywhere yeah 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 um do, do i go first if you I, want to we don't guess the monitor goes on first. The spot, but yeah i i'm trying to remember what i said about the last <laughs> last one that's what i mean because i'm wondering I, I i know i've gotten a lot softer i know my my as i've gotten older my ability to crush beers has somehow uh gone down which i did not expect to happen i thought it would work the opposite like the, the older people in my life as i was growing up i was like man you guys are veterans at this you can <laughs> crush six packs i have somehow gotten worse as i've gotten older um i want to say three okay I think, well 
three and a half. <laughs> three and a half crusher. All right. Six percent. Yeah. I think I go three, and then I'm looking at that fourth one, and I'm uh, and I'm making a decision at that point about like, yeah, how am I feeling in that moment, you know? But, but uh, I can definitely crush three. The fourth one, I, I'm gonna have to dig deep and really, uh, really bring my A game. But that, that's where I land on this one. So you don't have those problems with watching a West Coast game and turning it on, and then waking up at two in the morning or three in the morning on the couch with that half beer. Still, no, still, still poured yeah. out because you, you, you got the, the proper time of when those games come yeah. out. No pack, right. no pack twelve after dark for him. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you think? Um, it's pretty crushable. I mean, we've all almost finished ours over here, but and we're professional drinkers. We're in, so. a, yeah, we're, you know, we're in, a, we're in the <laughs> Ohio winter here, and uh, so I'm going to go with a five, five crusher. I think I'm right in the middle there. I'm a, I'm on a four. It's got, um, I think, enough of a, f- a firm bitterness to it that it, it is Moorish, but it also maybe would keep me from going to, to a full five. I'm going to go uh, four as well. I believe that the uh, – it's we have in our show notes uh, mouthfeel medium, but I, I think it's actually a little bit even lighter than a medium uh, balanced beer. I think it's, it's, it's pretty bitter too, like you were saying, Dan. It makes me keep going back for a second sip. Solid four crusher for me. Yeah, I'm gonna round. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it an an, an average of four, and uh, and also say four crusher. That uh, anytime we get above the five percent, that that gives me a bit of a pause on on, on reaching for that fifth. Uh, but I guess I'm just all alone up there with well, hey, five. Hey, you're you're a bigger guy. Well, yeah, you yeah. got you got a lot 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 more to uh, of a system for <laughs> a lot to go more through. To crush. <laughs> a lot, lot more yeah. to crush. Yeah. That's fair. Now, I've gotten in trouble trying to keep up with Walt in time. So, uh, well, cool. All right. Well, that's that's any any other thoughts on the uh, on this beer on this iteration? Now, Mark, did all those uh, those recipe notes check out for you? Okay. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I if I remember right, I uh, uh, I think I wanted the amber ale because because um, I think you guys like just asked me like what what my favorite beer was. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how much of a, uh, a noob it makes me and, and craft beers and all that, but, like, man, I remember back then, a couple, two or three years ago, whatever, I was just crushing amber ales like crazy, and, and I, I couldn't get enough of them. Um, I've moved to California, and, like, they're harder to find out here, so I don't, like, I guess that's my question to you guys. Are, like, amber ales no longer in vogue? Is it a California thing? Like, because um, I've noticed, like, basically... Every bar out here just serves like five thousand different Mexican type beers and light beers. <laughs> maybe, maybe a few IPAs, and that's like basically all you're finding on tap out here. Um, so I don't know. I was just curious about that because uh, it was amber ales were something I, I drank a lot of like three years ago, and now I don't as much. And I don't know if that's me, if that's the market, if that's just you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's banging down our door for um, <laughs> specifically for ambers. I, I think there's a, a, a section of of craft drinkers, sort of the OG crowd, that really, really appreciates a beer like this. Um, I suppose the best comparison and actually one of the inspirations for this beer that you might find readily available would be uh, Sierra Nevada Celebration. Um mm. But, yeah, you don't have to feel uh, dirty about drinking this because it doesn't have any holiday uh, theme to it. <laughs> um, 
uh, yeah, that's probably the closest approximation that I can think of. Yeah, being a more hoppy, hoppy style. Because yeah. Fat Tire would be a little smoother. But most, mostly commercially available, that would be widely available, would be their Alaskan Amber or mm. Fat Tire from New Belgium. Yeah, I think but, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there was a, a saying, a, it was a couple years back, but like at that, 10 years ago, every brewery had a brown ale in their portfolio. Most of them probably had an amber ale, and now almost nobody does. And it's been replaced by either a Mexican lager, a Pilsner, and lots of hazy, <laughs> hazy, right. juicy beers. Yeah, even New Belgium yeah. has seen their fat tire sales go dipping in, in favor of more of their Voodoo Ranger brands. Interesting. So mm. it's not a it's not a California thing then I guess. Like I I thought it was just like yeah that I I moved out here and um yeah, I don't know. I I don't have to feel as guilty for, for <laughs> going Hollywood then as I yeah, thought. You you <laughs> haven't you haven't killed the amber ale industry, if yeah. that's what as you eager were. Yeah, that's, as I that's was what too. I worried. <laughs> yeah, as eager as I worried I, I left <laughs> I, I left the Midwest and, and I took the uh the amber ale market with me. <laughs> yeah. No, as eager as we are to dump on the entire state of California, no, uh, they are not yeah. responsible for the uh, the amber ale shortage in the country. Uh, well, what's uh, let, what's what's new in your world? We'll move on. Because uh, yeah, I mean, we, you mentioned that you, you came in and we talked about what kind of beer you wanted. You wanted an amber ale, and, and we kicked around a lot of different ideas. Uh, one being the the scholarship and some things, and so. Yeah, now that you're out in California full time, you got the podcast going. Yeah, I'm interested to hear how things are going with you. Oh uh, yeah, I I work for Fox Sports now. Um, I I primarily cover college basketball. That hasn't changed. Um, I I don't know. I it, it, not much of an update to be honest. I just I moved out to LA because uh, I I wanted to get into. Um, you know, I, I kind of felt like I'd sort of plateaued as a, a national uh, media person living in Columbus, Ohio. And I, I love <laughs> Columbus dearly, man. I, I do. And every time I go back, I, 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 I beat myself up for, for ever moving from there. But uh, I don't know. There, there's surprisingly not as many opportunities for national media people in Columbus as there are in Los Angeles. So <laughs> That's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe it either. But uh, I... So I, I chased the opportunity. I, I came out to, to L.A., and uh, but nothing nothing really has changed that much. My friends definitely think I've gone Hollywood. I get killed for that every time I come back home. Um, I get my, They swear that my jeans have gotten skinnier, and, uh, you know, I my skincare routine has gone through the roof and stuff like that that I get killed for, but I take it in stride. So uh, really, there's there's not a lot that's changed. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm so happy that the Club Trillion brand still uh, resonates with people. I think that's what's so, uh, always exciting to me is, like, when, when these kinds of opportunities come up and, and I get told that, like, people in Ohio still care, and I, I know that every year they care a little less than they did, but... Um, <laughs> The fact that there's still like people out there that uh, the the fact that like tonight there could be an NBA game where a guy gets in and doesn't do anything and I know that my Twitter feed will be blown up about it. <laughs> it warms my heart to know that the that the brand still has a little bit of credibility left. So yeah, I saw I saw there was some kind of controversy with someone calling a trillion something else like a week or two ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Worldwide Wob, the dude that like just basically tweets highlights and puts emojis on them from the NBA and that's like his brand i guess uh he's trying to he's trying to rebrand the 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 trillion as a snell because tony snell has a famous instance where he played 28 minutes and didn't do anything and uh you know i mean i get it it's it's 
It's a uh, it's it's a cutthroat industry out there, man. You know, like people are <laughs> scratching a claw for that. <laughs> but uh, no, we we can't allow that to happen. So yeah, we you have called to, it twenty eight uh, trillion, and it's impressive. Yeah, it's twenty eight trillion. Yeah. It's not a snell. So anyway. <laughs> and is uh, how are how are things going with the the scholarship? Uh, scholarships going well. We, we, we get, we've given out two scholarships already. We, uh, kid from Mississippi state, Tate Clayton won the first one. Um, that was a couple years ago this past year, a kid from Vermont, dang Adiang won. Um, and, and, uh, this year we've actually, unfortunately we are putting it on it on hiatus for one year because of, uh, some, so uh, th- there's two things. One COVID caused a problem with like the, the funding of the scholarship. Because, sure. Like, the, the money situation has become a lot more uncertain but uh the name image likeness rules being passed for for college sports have kind of changed the structure and the the impetus behind this the scholarship so we're trying to um we're going to take a year off basically save up the money take the money that we would have given this year because it would have been less and i didn't want to give out like a last year we gave out a fifteen thousand dollar scholarship i didn't want to give out like a five thousand dollar scholarship mm-hmm. this year i figured it'd be better to just carry it over and you know, try again next year. So, um, but with the name, image, likeness stuff, the 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 landscape of college sports is changing. So I, I we have to like reset and like talk to the NCAA about what's allowed and what's not. It's a whole mess. It, it, one thing I've learned is that no good deed goes unpunished for real because <laughs> I have had to jump through so many hoops with the IRS and the NCAA and and compliance and all this other stuff. For what in my mind, I was like, this is this is a great idea. We're gonna give some scholarships to some walk-on athletes and. The powers that be said, not so fast, sir. We're going to make this a living hell for you to try to figure out. But we did figure it out twice, and we're going to bring it back. But uh, this year we got to take a pause and, and figure out what the, the future looks like. So. Yeah, you didn't just want to tweet out at someone, hey, uh, hey you want to walk on here? We'll give you $15,000. And, right. and that's how. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. what uh, – I, I mean I, – Was that it Charlie Batch? It the, the Charlie Batch, uh, East, oh, yeah, Eastern yeah, Michigan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this. Or uh, – who? Odell Beckham was in the uh, locker room at LSU, just oh, really just handing out cash to players. Like maybe I should just do that. Just like, <laughs> yeah. instead of Wait, you got all that Hollywood money way, now. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I should do. I mean, like maybe that's my problem is I'm trying to be a rule follower too much. I should just like go to these kids' houses and just like hand them cash and walk away and like quit trying to like do it by the book, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's how that's been done for years, and it's all worked out. So. Do you, have you thought about if uh, back in your club trillion days, uh, how you would have done it differently uh, in this current NIL landscape? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> like, you know what's funny is um, so back then I, we we sold T-shirts with homage, which uh, homage resurrected the T-shirts, I believe, and I, I think you can get them now. I don't know. We 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 resurrect them every so often with homage, but uh, I uh, back in the day when the blog was going on, I couldn't take any of the money. So I, I, I had to donate all the money to uh, a charity and the charity I picked was a kid again, which is based out of Columbus. They're still operating. They, they do great things. My dad uh, is actually on the board of the Indianapolis chapter now. And um, coach Mata's wife, Barb Mata, she's on the board as well. It's, it's a, it's a charity that means a lot to me. So if, you know, if your heart is inclined, that's a great place to, to help out for everyone listening. But uh, the point of the story is the guy who who ran the charity, Jeffrey Damron is his name. He's he's says retired, but um, every time I see Jeff, he he just talks about like what a great person I am, which I I love and I'll take the praise. And he's like, I cannot believe that when you were 
21 years old, you had the foresight to want to help all these kids and you gave us $50,000 that you didn't and on and on and on. And I, I, every single time I'm like, Jeff, I could not make it any more clear that if I could keep that money, I would. <laughs> like, listen, I'm glad we could help out these kids. Like there's no doubt about it, but like realistically, I'm thinking about 21 year old me. If you handed me 50 grand, I'm a hundred percent just keeping that money. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. That, that, that always cracks me up because uh, I don't, Je- Jeff is more optimistic than I probably am about the situation that he thinks that I got a big heart or something. I'm like, no, dude, I was I was literally forced by the NCAA to have to do this. <laughs> so, well, that's anyway. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, anyone have anything else for, yeah, for Mark? We don't want to take up all, all your time. You got any other thoughts or uh, – Predictions for yeah, uh, I guess yeah. Who, 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 predictions yeah. for the game. That's a great. That's a great one. Uh, so we beat Wisconsin pretty easily last time we played them. That was at home. Mm-hmm. Um, Wisconsin is is playing better. I I always have nightmares of the Cole Center. That was the one arena that I never won in, which is funny because I never really did anything. As we know, that's the whole point of the Club <laughs> Chilean brand. But um, I we won in every single Big Ten arena except the Cole Center, and I have I have spent so much time trying to figure out why i the, the one thing i know that's not the reason why is that wisconsin was better than us i know that's definitely not the, it's the buzz cuts you guys were just uh, intimidated by all the tall white guys yes. with buzz cuts i swear to god it's like 10 degrees inside that arena uh they they freeze the basketballs they leave them in freezers and then right before the tip they, they pull them out of the freezer and tip it off there's a lot of stuff that they do there so i'm like I never get optimistic when we play Wisconsin. I, I I love our team. I love Ohio. I love the Buckeyes this year. I love EJ Liddell. He's mm-hmm. he's incredible. Th- this group is so fun to cheer for. They play so hard. They love each other. Um, but Wisconsin, Johnny Davis is playing out of his mind, and I don't trust the Cole Center. And I think it ultimately comes down to the refs. Uh, Bo Borowski is this dude that, that refs a lot of Big Ten games, and he hates Brad Davison on Wisconsin. So if he's refing this game, I think we're in business. <laughs> if he's not refing the game, I think we're going to lose, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, there's the key to the game right there. It's, as usual, it. it's the refs. Check out who's refing the game. There you go. Well, yeah, if you want to come down to the tap room, we'll have the game on, and Homage will be in the house, and they're going to do some giveaways, including two tickets to the Ohio State-Michigan State game at, at halftime. So. Mark, I know you can't make it, but if you're listening to this podcast, come on down tonight, Thursday, and watch watch the game. Mark, uh, before you leave, can you let our listeners know where they can follow you if they want to keep track of what you're doing and uh, keep keep tabs on your work? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can. I, I got a Twitter account that I'm using less and less, but uh, it, it's there. It exists. Um, at Club Trillion is the Twitter account. I've held strong on that. Remember when, like, when you were signing up for social media stuff, like you never wanted to use your real name. Mm-hmm. You wanted to use like a screen name. Um, that's what I did with with my Twitter. I did at Club Trillion instead of at Mark Titus. And uh, I don't know. All these years later, I feel like a dinosaur that I haven't changed it. <laughs> but you know, got to keep that brand strong. So at Club Trillion is the Twitter handle. Um, Titus and Tate is the podcast. We, we we love talking college hoops. We don't take it too seriously. So. Uh, you know, you, you can you can listen to us there and follow along, and it's it's going to be a fun couple months. Uh, assuming COVID doesn't ruin everything, which uh, is unfortunately not a fair assumption right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're crossing our fingers. Yeah, we're, we're so, crossing our anyway. fingers. Well, cool. Thanks for joining us, today, Mark. We won't take up too much of your time. We really appreciate you, you dialing in from the West Coast. 
and uh yeah know. thanks guys appreciate you guys uh bringing it back and uh hope hope everything goes well hope the buckeyes get a w and uh next time i'm in columbus definitely got to swing by and and say hello and do some of the curling thing man i saw you guys got that curling set up now that looks awesome we so, got curling um, going yeah i keep uh i gotta i gotta unfollow you guys though the more the more <laughs> i see that stuff the more it makes me miss columbus get your fomo just, yeah we'll see yeah, we'll I, see I you soon though FOMO, so. we'll see you soon all right all right <laughs> thanks mark yep take it easy guys. appreciate it cheers, cheers. Uh, wow, it was awesome to connect back with Mark. I know, like he said, he wanted to be here. He was he was super bummed when he when he sent us the email last week. But being responsible as as we all are here, and you know, as he mentioned, with uh, some of the outdoor activities, still a lot going on down at the tap room. Walt, take it away. On, yeah, uh, here's the rundown: the aforementioned Club Trill beer release and OSU basketball watch party tonight. Homage is uh, popping up in here, and are, they're going to be doing some giveaway stuff, um, some some homage merch and gift cards, and uh, two tickets to the Ohio State-Michigan State game. Um, that's going to be happening at halftime. So come on down, watch the game, stay at least till halftime, and win some tickets. Uh, tomorrow is fr- Friday. It's a Franklinton Friday. Um, we've got a beer release. Um, Ryan Orweiler uh, is our artist this month. Um, so come on down and check out a exclusive Franklin Friday release IPA. Um, right, it's an IPA this week month. My, yeah, yeah, West Coast yeah. Cryo, West Coast Cryo Ooh, IPA. Um, Is this a preview for uh, one of the uh, beers coming up? Maybe, maybe, maybe. All right, yeah, which means probably. Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Ever elusive. Uh, so yeah, Franklin Friday, all kinds of things happening in the neighborhood. Come on down. Um, Adam mentioned curling and igloos available for reservation on the website. Um, igloos available uh, for walk-up if they're not booked. So uh, come on down, check out the bar, or uh, make a reservation online. Um, but always the uh, patio and uh, beer garden. Fire pits are going. Inside's open. Um, we'll keep you warm and, and, and full of beer. So come on down. Ray Ray is here Thursday through Sunday, as always. Monday, Euchre League uh, still going. Or, well, I guess not still going. We started our second round of season play last week. Um, and so it is trucking on Yellow Brick Pizza for participants. Um, must be vaccinated to play Euchre. But uh, come on down. There's usually some slots open for Euchre. Um, so come down early, get your name on the list, and play Euchre with us every Monday. Uh, Tuesdays, um, trivia's on hold for the moment, um, but it'll be back probably in February, um, if not March. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Tortilla Street Food is here every Tuesday. And Wednesdays, uh, two, fat Indians, two Fat Indians are here. They were a top 10 uh, food truck in the Columbus Underground uh, survey that or survey results that just came out a couple weeks ago. Two Fat Indians on there, Ray Ray's took the top prize so come on that innings they were what number three yeah three yeah congrats yeah, to them so yeah good food down here good beer obviously um and plenty going on even in these cold months um a day like today though it was almost 50 degrees outside after it was like 20 was yesterday yeah yeah oh. we had a little bit of melted ice uh, on the uh, on the cooling i thought maybe it just it felt that warm because it's yeah. been so cold yeah but uh yeah. yeah so yeah go to landgrantbrewing.com for all the details and all this stuff so as mentioned, you can you can find Club Trill Amber Ale here down at the Tap Room, beyond Tap starting today, Thursday, January thirteenth. 
uh, find it around town as well. I think uh, I think some stores might have got it a little little early, <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Um, we uh, look forward to seeing everyone down here. And uh, hey, next week, two hundredth episode of Beers with the Brewers. Whoa, We've been man. doing this for. It's got to be more than almost four years then, which is just crazy. That's a lot uh, of crushing. That's a lot of crush, crushed beers. A lot of crushed beers. Uh, we're still thinking about what we're going to talk about, but uh, I think it might be a smutter. So uh, I like the idea that Son of a Mutter was the first beer we brewed. So 200th episode could 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 go into that with this new variation uh, and the return of smutter because uh, it'd be a nice dovetail. Yeah, yeah, delicious beer, but. In the meantime, if you come on down and uh, enjoy yourself, you're going to be here tomorrow night. Watch the, watch the Buckeyes take on them Beadgers. Uh, look forward to seeing you all, and uh, make sure to tip your bartenders, everyone. Thanks. Cheers. Awesome. Thanks. That was oh. a real hit episode for sure. sure.